So welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Serial Seller. As you know, I travel around the world speaking to the best in class of salespeople. I came across Chris through other contacts that I've had on my, on my podcast and super excited for this interview. He's got over 10 years of success in software, in SaaS sales, um, and has set up a hugely successful business four and a half years ago um, near San Francisco, where he's now got over a thousand customers worldwide. So Chris Rudegrap, welcome to the, the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. Really excited to be on today. My absolute pleasure. So I like to start this for my listeners, just for you, if you could share a bit about your journey into sales, how how it began and how you got to where you are now. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, I went to, to university and I majored in business marketing. And so my first job out of college was actually in marketing. And I spent about six months doing that. And I realized that I was enabling the sales team to be successful. And so after uh, a couple of you know, um, sleepless nights thinking about it, I decided to uh, take a job on the sales team instead and never looked back. And so spent about 10 years in different sales roles in San Francisco uh, for software companies, most recently at a company called TalkDesk um, and, uh, you know, was one of the top reps at all of the, at all of the companies um, selling millions and millions in in SaaS software. Fantastic. And and what do you think stood out about you from everyone else to make you put you in that percentile, that top rep status? Yeah. So for me, some of my competitive advantages were one, I was obsessed with learning new tech or, or being the best at software. So I'd find myself being, you know, uh, an expert at Salesforce running reports and finding, you know, leads that maybe other people haven't gone after, um, or, you know, setting up sequences and, and using software to my advantage to be more efficient. So I'd, I was always obsessed with like the newest, coolest tools to make me better. I think that's one area Two. You know, I'd say um, I, I found myself getting creative in terms of uh, how I'd outreach to, to prospects. You know, I think um, I always find myself to be kind of a marketer in spirit, but a salesperson in trade. And so some of that creativity that you maybe find more in marketing led to my success in sales and, and uh, really being able to differentiate and, and create a, you know, a unique uh, prospecting experience. Give me some examples actually of what some of your best creative outreaches that, that really landed you some nice customers. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it came down to what drove me to start Sendoso um, actually. And so I found myself getting creative with writing handwritten notes or going on Amazon and, and finding a custom gift and sending it to myself and then reboxing it and shipping it to the, the prospect with a little note um, or, you know, uh, sending out a little coffee gift card before a meeting is just a nice way to say, Hey, grab some coffee before we, you know, virtually chat. And some of those things um, just, you know, went above and beyond what people were normally doing. And what was, I love that. And and I find so many salespeople don't do that. They don't, you know, they think about outside the box, but then they don't execute. What was your strategy in terms of how often you would send, who you would send to, your follow-up? What did that look like? Yeah, so my strategy was to do it every day. So I found myself 
blocking time on my calendar and I'm a big kind of time blocker. So I'd say, Hey, this two hours is for, you know, lead enrichment prospecting this app, you know, I've got these meetings for, for demos and follow-ups. And then I've got this meetings for, you know, creative sending. Um, and I would find myself spending time going in, you know, researching things and, 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 or packing boxes and sending things out. Love it. And, and look, Sendoso, that's the business, right? It's about by the yeah. click of the button. Tell us a little bit about that then. So I now, now I know the, the, the reason it came about. Yeah. So I found myself sending a lot of things at, at TalkDesk, like I mentioned. And one day I just had this dream of like, well, why can't I just click a button inside of Salesforce and send something out? And, uh, you know, asked a bunch of my sales friends and, and they all said, yeah, I would use that. I kind of do that too. I wish I could do it more. I'm always, you know, want to do it, but I'm either too lazy or it's, you know, 10th on my to-do list because of the amount of effort involved. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I got the inspiration and um, this was uh, about four years ago. And so I started Sendoso, which for those listeners who don't know, we're a sending platform that helps other companies and, and sales teams and marketers send out direct mail, corporate gifts, you know, personal handwritten notes, you name it, we can send it. So it's part software that, you know, integrates into your tech stack, whether it's Salesforce or um, HubSpot or, you know, Salesloft or Outreach. Um, we have a marketplace of limitless things that you could send out. And then we have fulfillment um, and, and warehousing and, and dropship partners as well so that we can fulfill throughout the world. It's phenomenal. And your growth, I mean, you've got over a thousand customers now in just yeah, three we, years. Yeah, th- over a thousand customers. We've got about 450 employees now. Wow. Um, we've, uh, you know, have sent uh, millions of things through our platform now. Um, and it's just been uh, phenomenal to just experience this growth and, and help solve a pain that was painful for me that now lots of other salespeople can benefit from and hit quota, crush quota because of this extra totally. tool that they can use. So what, what you know, can, can, compared to other companies I've spoken to, you know, your success is insane in just four years. What do, what do you believe that's been down to, to get the, the, the growth that you've had so quickly to get to the number of staff you've now got, the number of customers you're serving? Yeah, I think it's uh, partly due to just the uh, how passionate I was about solving this problem and how much of a pain point it was for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think some companies start ideas based on ideas that maybe sound nice, but aren't true problem solves. Yes. And so it's more of a, you know, maybe a vitamin than a painkiller. And yes. so, uh, and then they never really achieve product market fit. They're just trying to se- sell something um, that the, pr- the market doesn't need. Um, for us, you know, I needed this tool, you know, before I even started the company, I wanted this years, a year before yeah. I, you know, started it. So once we launched, we, you know, we had 50 customers on like day one lining up saying, Hey, I want this. So I think that was important. Um, you know, my sales background, uh, and my co-founder sales background really helped us from day one too. you know, you, you find a lot of, uh, you know, Silicon Valley startups, at least that are run by engineers, um, yeah. and product folks, and they kind of trip on themselves trying to figure out how to get a customer. We had like the opposite where we knew how to drive sales day one. So we just went out and told the whole world about us and, um, and drove customers. So being a salesperson turned founder CEO gave me a, a huge leg up on uh, the ability to drive customers in the early days too. That's incredible. And I think you said there were three things that made that, that you was your competitive advantage. One, one obsessed with learning. Yep. To the you know, utilizing technology available to you. And then yeah. three, being creative without outreach. So I just want to dive into those, if I may. Sure. 
in with your obsession with learning yeah who, who have you learned from who's had the best impact on you and what's been that biggest lesson I guess or best advice you've taken yeah you know for me it's about micro learning and just learning as much as I can all the time so like I subscribe to you know about 50 different blogs and I'm constantly getting them into a feed reader you know I block off time to to try to you know watch YouTube videos and learn yeah. things so um, I think just in general I'm bought in to trying to learn as much as I can um, and so because of that I have I constantly find myself feeling like I'm uh, accomplishing more things because I'm I'm yeah. learning more so what's and do you like for me when I'm learning I've got this thing I call it a sales bible so anytime mm -hmm. I learn a new question a new technique I add it to my bible where do you store your new knowledge yeah it's funny you mentioned that so I actually have like a running google doc of things that I've seen or little snippets or articles or examples um, that I store there and then we'll share out with others love that so give me an example your last entry your last couple of entries yeah. So one of the ones, this is kind of a funny one, but, um, I came across someone, a sequence where they were using sent from iPhone in a sequence. So it came across, and this is just a really small tactical one, but I thought that was kind of interesting that they were using that in their outreach sequences. Yeah. Um, as just like, you know, if I got an email from somebody and it was like five words and said sent from iPhone, I might be more inclined to reply because that felt more personal than just yes. like a, a full HTML email or something. Yeah. And, and so I thought that was a kind of a clever, a uh, little, it's, you know, small, but yeah. you know, you got to try the small things. Totally. But, but I think you, you've hit a really good point in terms of learning that, that, you know, the best of the best that I've, I've learned from personally, oh, they describe themselves as work in progress. You know, mm -hmm. they, they never stop learning and absorbing as much as they can so going to your second point about technology yeah in, in your opinion how in, how important if at all for us to be super successful now in sales is technology I think it's one of the best things you can do for yourself is to continue to learn how to use the software better. I think the sales tech space is exploding with new tools. Yeah. And if you can get better at these tools, you're going to be a better seller and you're going to be better than someone else on your team um, who's not learning those tools. So, you know, I think there's uh, a lot of companies now have like universities that you can learn from, yeah. or there's shared resources that you can watch videos or other ways that you can learn how the, how to use this, these tools and, and, you know, practice and get better at them. You know, so I think it's for my listeners, Chris, sorry to jump in. If, if sure. you know, you mentioned Salesforce obviously is one of the best CRMs, if as well as a CRM system, what are the sort of the go-to tools that you would almost insist on if I was say working for your business? Yeah. So I think you, you need a, uh, a sales engagement platform, like a sales after outreach is important. You know, you need to uh, be good at, you know, a data enrichment tool, like a, a zoom info or a sales Intel or lead IQ. So, um, you know, a sending platform like Sendoso, you know, there's, yep. um, you know, there's even tools like uh, scratch pad and, and that make you m uh, more effective at entering in data and taking notes. Yes. Um, even I'm using, using like, I'm using yeah. remarkable right now. Yeah. Or even like gong that's tracking calls and you're then, you know, getting good at listening to your calls and seeing where you can improve on. Um, so, you know, I could go, go on and on, but there's just a, a myriad of tools out there now. Um, and if you can get good at them, you're going to be a better salesperson.
Yeah, couldn't agree more. And so, and obviously, you mentioned when you were super successful before setting up the business as an entrepreneur that you had this, you know, you had a creative flair for some of your outreach. So, I guess my question is what what other things should sales reps be doing, be it inside salespeople or SDRs, as part of their outreach now? What are the things that are the must? So, I mean, like in terms of creativity, I bucket that also with the, uh, in the same bucket as like personalization, because I think you can get creative with how you personalize, mm. you know, saying just like high first name doesn't cut it anymore, but yeah. if you can get quirky, um, have some fun with it, you know, do your research, you can get creative with how you leverage that. Okay. No, they, you know, I know, I know it's easy to find someone's alma mater, but maybe you took an extra step and saw that their, uh, alma mater just won a football game. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe mentioning that is more is one step deeper than the next person. And it's a little bit creative. So I think personalization, creativity in terms of what your messaging is, mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, maybe getting creative and how you think about your discovery questions on calls, Yes. you know, what's your, what's your follow-up. So yeah. I, I like to think about what's the, what is the uh, total buying experience and, you know, what are the different touch points along the way and where can you inject creativity and also mm. where can you time block for being creative? Because I think that oftentimes, you know, with some of the automated tools out there now, it's easy just to kind of set up and run sequences, but can you, you know, block time to where you get a little bit more creative and personal with, with your outreach? Yeah. And what's your opinion on bringing video now into, into your outreach? hundred percent. We love video. I think that's a, a perfect creative medium where you can be a little different. You can, you know, uh, you know, delight your prospect with something fun and different and get creative with how you, you know, showcase them. And I've seen yeah, great I was videos. Say, what have you seen? I've seen great videos where you're, you know, uh, using, you know, uh, yourself and it's just a one-on-one camera angle. I've seen really cool videos where it's, you know, your videos, uh, your face is embedded into the screen and it's yes. a screen share video and you're maybe talking them through a quick little blurb. Yeah. Um, and so That's I think nice. those types of things, um, you know, there's infinite ways that you can get creative with that. Yeah. love that. I mean, we're trialing at the moment software called BombBomb. Uh, mm-hmm. which you know i've heard one of the best out there so we're like you we're trying to use technology wherever we can to streamline processes and just be better trying yeah. that you know that edge as you said exactly so knowing what you know now if you went back to talk desk or your first sales role what would you with the knowledge you've now got and you were starting out in sales what would you be doing differently to, to almost give yourself an unfair advantage over your peers? Yeah, I would say, I mean, those things that I mentioned are obviously all important and I do those again. Um, If it was something to do differently, um, you know, maybe continue to, you know, I think I used uh, LinkedIn in the early days just to invite people, but I didn't do a lot of reconnecting with people. Yeah, And so I would have probably maybe... Uh, created a better systematic approach to continuously engaging, you know, people that I've sold to people that I've added mm. on LinkedIn, um, just to continue to build your network. Cause I think your network is so important and, yeah. you know, uh, years and years, 10 years later, you, there's people that I met 10 years ago that if I could be, you know, better friends with them or, or better acquaintances that could help me in my career. So, and know, maybe on, that's, on- on LinkedIn, I know, and, and I know you're obviously a huge believer in technology. There's a lot of technology platforms that will do almost bulk messaging 
to LinkedIn, but that goes against your personalization. Mm -hmm. What's your standpoint on that? Yeah, I think you got to stay personal with it. You know, even if it's just checking in with folks or sharing an update or saying, hey, let's grab a quick coffee. um, You know, I think that'll uh, pays dividends over just like book blasts. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. So what would you say has been the, the, if you think back to all the advice or all the things you've learned in your journey, what would you say has been your top three bits of advice that's really best served you or your clients? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think some of the advice, um, one of them is just really have fun. You know, I think that I, I really try to, you know, some people say smile and dial, you know, some people... Yeah. Um, give that advice. I, I truly believed in that. And like, it, it, it uh, really propelled me forward because of my optimistic mindset from that. Yeah. So I think that there's, you know, ups and downs in, in sales, but if you can ride the highs and just, you know, look past the lows, you're, yeah. you'll be successful. And so that was also something that really helped me being a founder and CEO too, in the early days yeah. where there's lots of, you know, roller coaster times. Uh, so I'd say, you know, have fun and make sure that you don't, you know, take work too seriously. Yeah, no, I think that's really sound advice. And and what's been, I'm a massive believer, and I think it was Nelson Mandela who said this, that you never lose, you know, you Mm -hmm. win and you learn. What would you say, especially as a a CEO and as a a co-founder, what's what's been your biggest lesson uh, in your journey of Sendozo so far? Yeah, I mean, I think my biggest lesson is um, kind of maybe expect the unexpected. There's, Mm. you know, there's just so much, um, you know, life can hit you with anything and just, you know, Mm. kind of be ready for it. I think it's kind of like your Nelson Mandela example where, you know, everything is a learning opportunity. Yes. Um, and you know, uh, you know, you can, you know, you can't really, uh, you're not lucky, but you can create luck by creating opportunities for yourself. And so just keep, uh, keep on trekking and keep on looking, uh, you know, on the bright side of things. Love that. And I'm in at the moment, I'm probably halfway through writing a white paper about the the top characteristics of top performers. Mm -hmm. I'd love to get your view. If you, if you were going to say three, in your opinion of what the key characteristics to be the most successful salesperson, what would the top three be for you? Yeah, for me in today's world, I'd say creativity is, yeah. uh, is one of the top characteristics. Um, and I think being uh, with that too, it's it's going out of your way to be creative and, and spending mm. time getting better at being creative. Mm. Um, so I think creativity um, is one that you can easily just say, but are you actually you know practicing what you preach? So I think creativity is one. Um, I think um, uh, optimism is yes. one where, you know, I think the, uh, being able to be overly optimistic kind of goes back to like having fun and, and looking past the lows. Mm. Um, and then I'd say, you know, the last characteristic is, uh, I think, you know, hard work, I think, uh, yeah. h- hard work pays off. And so, you know, the, the person that's going to work the hardest and the smartest is going to get there. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. So I, I think work ethic is maybe the, 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 the what I would key. say. Yeah, I love that. Fantastic. So for, for my listeners that haven't used Sendoza, they're not one of your customers, what's the best way for them to even start engaging with you or, or to reach out? Yeah, so they can go to sendoso.com or they can even email me if they want to uh, hear more from me directly or even just chat. Uh, my email is chris, K-R-I-S at sendoso.com. Um, find me on LinkedIn too. And, um, and happy to network.
Love that. And do you, is there like a demo available or a, like a trial to, to, to look to work with you guys? Yeah. So there, you can check out a demo on our website. Um, and, um, for companies, you, you can request a demo or even baiting individual, uh, you know, sales rep access and they can send me an email and I can give them beta access too. And, and I imagine Chris, the majority of your clients are using Sendozo to try and acquire new clients. Would that be fair? Um, I would say originally, yes. When I first got started. Um, but we've seen a vast, uh, uh, changes in terms of how people think about, you know, the sales process, uh, how you think about retaining customers and creating mm. an interesting customer experience and really making sure that your, your customers are uh, growing with you. Um, we also uh, have seen kind of the uh, employee uh, gifting and employer, um, you know, uh, internal oh, yeah, use case as well too. So, um, but I did start the company for prospecting and kind of finding new pros- uh, new customers but it's been really cool to see how companies have used our platform and infrastructure for so many other use cases. No, I get that actually as it's evolved. So have you, have any of your clients come back to you from a prospecting perspective to say, we did this and this was a success story? Oh, hundred percent. And they're also coming back to us and saying, Hey, we need to add another, you know, hundred licenses for the CSM team, or, Hey, we need to, you know, we want to use you for this other program for our, you know, account management team. So it's really cool to see. What's been one of the standout ones for you that you've seen that you were like, not just proud of, but, you know, happy for that client, you know, to get such a great result. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of my favorite sends was this bottle of wine with a combo code lock on it. I thought that was really creative where you, you had this nice bottle, but you couldn't get in unless you uh, got the code. And so it was like a nice follow-up saying, Hey, here's the code Love to get that. in. Love I thought that was, that's always been one of my favorite creative sends. Love that. That's awesome. Um, final question. I know you're an avid reader. Obviously you, you are constantly looking to learn top three sales books or motivational books that, that really helped you. Yeah. So, um, the one I'm reading right now, it's more, uh, I'd say it's more motivational. It's called no rules rules. It's actually, uh, by Reed Hastings, the founder of Netflix. I find it actually interesting more so from how the Netflix culture evolved. Um, mm. so I, I, uh, I really like that book. Um, you know, I'd say, uh, one of, uh, uh, Mark Roberge, um, he uh, was the kind of one of the first sales uh, folks and kind of uh, CRO um, at HubSpot. Oh, yeah. So he's got the sales acceleration formula book, which I love um, and um, uh, was uh, have read a couple times. Sales um, acceleration at, formula, yeah. Yep. And then my, uh, I would say my last one is um, I love all books by Malcolm Gladwell. I don't say oh. not necessarily sales, but I like. I think psychology is a good uh, skill is a good skill to have when you're in yeah. sales too. Yeah. And so I love reading about some of the, the, the marketing psychology examples and, you know, in block and blink and tipping point and yeah. some of those other ones are just classic, great reads and make me think, um, uh, you know, outside the box Different. a little bit. And, totally. And, he's an amazing know. outliers. One of my favorite. He's, yeah. He's outliers. Just, I love that one too. He's such a good writer, right? Yeah, fantastic. Amazing. Look, Chris, thank you so much for giving up your time. I I can't wait to to start using Sendozo for my my clients. And and you're right, not just about prospecting, but also retention, Mm -hmm. which is key, right? Turning a client into a raving fan. So can't wait to do that. And also to get you on the platform on TMI University. Exactly. So my whole community can take advantage 
So fantastic. Chris, thanks again for coming on the show. Awesome chatting to you and keep safe, keep well. Thanks, Tony.